So what we're trying to do is help in so many instances those young boys who would have a wonderful future if they just had in some way a positive male role model in their lives. It's always good to get together with you, friend, and talk to our guest. Hi, and welcome to Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler, and one of my dear friends, Carol Jackson, is here today with Families Matter. She's the program director. Carol, as always, it's good to see you. Thank you, Byron. It's awesome to see you. And really, uh, we've been planning this time since... January. Right. You called me the day before to tell me you weren't feeling well. And how are you today? Hey, listen, I'm doing so much better after eight weeks of a journey where I really, I lost my voice for five of those weeks. Wow. And, but thank God for the doctor who was willing to come into our home, gave us medicine, provided for us. But most of all, she prayed over us. Oh, wow. Isn't that something? (laughs) Compassion. You had a doctor who understands compassion yeah and the compassion is what we need right oh my goodness we have to have it we must have it it's one of those things that we live for compassion whether we know that's the term or not is a term that we must have it's important the great compassion giver that's right was the Lord Jesus you got Christ. It. You got it. And, and because he loved us. We have to love others. Yes. And Byron, we have to love people no matter what. Okay. It doesn't mean we love them because they do good by us. I feel I am obligated to show compassion. You know, just last night I was getting ready to put some sheets on my bed and I looked at them and I thought, oh, these are old. I'm going to put them in the bag yeah. and give them the goodwill. And then all at once the thought hit me. Why am I giving to someone who's less fortunate than me something I do not want when I can literally go to the store and buy a couple of sets of sheets and give them good stuff? Oh, Carol, you're getting personal well, now. Well, it was very personal because but, when I yeah. threw them down, my husband said to me, what are you doing with these? And I said, we're throwing them away. He said, you want me to put them in the Goodwill box? I said, absolutely not. We are going to buy good stuff. And give away from now on. Wow. Because, Byron, that's what we're supposed to do. We're not supposed to give people our junk. I understand the thing. One man's junk is another man's treasure. Right, right. But that's different when it's in a garage sale. But when it's going to a, a place where people are coming to get things for free, let's be mindful. You know, Carol, that's a great point because we have a tendency to get in that mindset of just getting by. Yes. And even when we go out to restaurants, when it comes to tipping time, yes, you know, we go, well, I I didn't get the service I needed. I don't want to tip. But it's a matter of character. It is. Our character that's on display, isn't it? Exactly. Well, ultimately, as his followers... It's his character that we're representing to the world, and they need to see something that is different. The world needs to see him in us. Yes. And that's where I believe, in so many instances, we're failing, and I don't want to fail anymore. I'm living my life so that he will say, well done. With everything we've been through in the last couple of years, with over a million people dying, with the sicknesses, the side effects from the sicknesses, all of those things... We must be more accountable to ourselves so that we're accountable to our Savior. Back in 2004, Families Matter got off the ground. Now, it has been an outreach program of Christ Community Health Services, but that's not how it started. No, that is not how it started. It started in the mind and in the hearts of 
some pastors at Second Presbyterian Church as they looked out over the landscape of Memphis and saw young women that were having a lot of babies and the infant mortality rate was really high. So they started it with a program where they would teach pastors. They brought in curriculum to teach pastors about teaching their parishioners about getting married. So that's how it started. Because of the oversight and the funding that had been given to Families Matter at its inception, it was placed in Christ community for oversight, for financial oversight. So that's how it got to Christ community. And so then at that point, the directors at Christ community decided that they would put it under it so that it would have a flow. Yeah. It would have a flow. And then I came into the picture. One of the things that I wanted to do was there was always a conflict. Whenever I would go to try to raise funding, someone would say to me, well, we fund Christ community, so we don't need to fund you. Well, that wasn't the way it was. So I did need funding. We did. Families Matter needed funding. So that's how we became our own entity. And we've been blessed. Christ community has blessed us tremendously because they still give us office space. Yes. Well, you tag team with a wonderful individual. His name is Herman. Yes. And Herman Jackson is your husband. He acts as the director of the Fatherhood Initiative. Yes. Better yet, he's your hubby. He's my hubby. He's (laughs) been my hubby for over 50 years. I love that man. You hear me? I love him. Right now, he's struggling with uh, some issues, but we know that God is good. We expect Total healing, total health, right? Wholeness. Wholeness. But even if it doesn't come, we continue to do the work that has been given to us at this time, at this season. So we're good. Byron, we're good. Well, you know, of course, Herman, along with your team of independent contractors who are laboring with you, engaging, investing. Yes, they are. Intentionally, Herman and I sought bring on contractors and even employees that had a heart for the work. This is ministry. So this is not like going and, I mean, to me, ministry would also be being the greeter at Walmart. But everyone doesn't think like I think, right? But this is not like going and getting getting the job at Chick-fil-A or of some of those other places. We are touching lives here. We're touching families. We're touching people in the future. We are trying to help people understand that what they do today has an impact on their children tomorrow. On the website, the section that's about us on Families Matter website, you say our educators are experienced and zealous as they lead individuals into conversations based on the principles of God's Word. Talk to me about these conversations based on the principles of God's Word. Well, you know, you can't have a conversation with anyone without actually sharing some of your stuff, right? Because most times what happens is when you meet someone or someone comes to us, so many times we are sent um, uh, to some of our classes, the courts might send us an individual, some uh, another person has heard about what we're doing and they refer people to us. So there's some knowledge that we might start out with. So we know that, okay, here's an issue, But we do not address the issue immediately. What we want to do is gain the confidence. Build the trust. Build the trust. And so that's how those conversations began. And they they began so many times with, I mean, they may be talking about a a basketball game. I listen to them so many times in the Zoom calls. And it's, it's a camaraderie. But then they get down to the issues of 
what's actually going on and how that that issue might need to be at least give them points of how to resolve certain issues. And then the whole thing is to stay with them. Byron, this stuff has not changed overnight. Mm -hmm. If If something has been in your background, we talked earlier about me living how I grew up, living in the rural, no fluoride in the water, it damaged my teeth. All of those things happened over time. So things happen to us over time that it takes then time to understand how to yeah. resolve it. And, and that's one of the problems with society. When we look at people, we see express themselves or acting out a certain yes. way. And we say, you've got to change, but we don't think about where they are, how they got there. No, there's no consideration given to where they are, how they got there, and then maybe how we can be loving, kind, and compassionate to help them get to a different spot. Also on this website, the same section about us on your website, the purpose of our Healthy Families and Healthy Relationship teachings is to bring forth knowledge and understanding of how to create the life the individual desires. Now, Carol, what have you found as some unhealthy ways people are living based on misguided desires? Because people learn in so many instances, Byron, they begin to learn early in life manipulation. They begin to learn early in life how to, for lack of a better term, I'm going to say cheat, lie, steal. They learn how to um, do things that they, they force relationships. Anytime something is forced, it's not real. Yeah. That's the reason Jesus won. He said, behold, I stand what? At the door and knock. Yes. And if you want me to come in, I have to want him to come in. Then I have an obligation to open the door and he will come in and be with me. Right. Yes. That's the way relationships are formed also. So people learn all these unhealthy things about getting their way. And they think they literally, in so many instances, think that they've gotten it down. You know, I can manipulate you into doing something, and I'm okay with it. But what you're doing is you're setting a pattern that you do not want in your life. Which is really part of our nature. It is. It's our it sinful is. nature. It is. That's why Jesus it came, is. to take it care is. of that. To take care of that. Okay, uh, I read this online this morning, an online article headed, Three Signs Your Manifestation is Coming. First of all, gut feeling. Having a gut feeling or intuition about something is the number one indicator that your manifestation is on its way. Trust the inner feeling will guide you towards whatever it is that your heart desires, but first let go of the resistance to it. Second, birds before land is essentially the universe telling you that your manifestation is on its way and close. Third, a sense of peace. However you feel about your manifestation is an indicator of how vibrationally aligned you are with it. Feeling good about something is a good indicator of being aligned with your desire. You are aligned with your desire, intentions, and source, the universe, and on your truth path, and your manifestations are on its way. The world lives by these philosophies. The world does. And many other views similar to this. God's Word instructs us in Proverbs fourteen twelve. there is a way. That seems right unto man, but the end thereof is death. And then John 1, 4, 9 tells us, in this, the love of God was made manifest yes. among us. Yes. That God sent his only son into the only. world so that we might live yes. through him. him. Yes. yes. And so 
he's the manifestation. He's hero. the manifestation. I mean, there's some kind of way out there, spacey right. ideas. People live by those vain philosophies. They do. they do. They live by what they feel. It's like the song that was written years ago. You can't love the one you're with, whatever the stupid song yeah. is, right? Yeah. But what we have to understand is that God has created in us a desire to do good, but we have to tap into that, right? I love to plant flowers, but I don't worship my flowers. I love Christmas, but I do not worship my tree. I love the beauty of it, yeah. but I don't worship. So there's things that I don't know where some of this aura, for lack of a better term, where some of that thinking comes from. But Byron, what I do know, the scripture let us know that as a man think in his heart, so is he. And we have to word our mouths with his truth. It's his truth that I desire to come forth in my life. Yeah. There is a wonderful event that's coming up. We can't waste any more time by not talking about on April the 28th. Yes. It's your annual dinner yes. at Second Presbyterian Church. It we were is. just talking about yes. the church. Yes. Uh, do you have to have tickets? Do you register? Tell me about this you event. Have, I would love for people to buy tickets or if they are involved with a church, see if a church is buying a table. The actual title of the event is Collaborate and Celebrate. This year, what we're doing is we are recognizing three organizations that since I became executive director, they have stuck by me. In fact, uh, one of the organizations that we mentioned earlier, Christ Community Health Services Center, they have been with us from its inception, right? Because it was placed there. So we're recognizing them. We're recognizing Uh, Agape Child and Family Services because David Jordan has been my mentor, my friend, my supporter. Um, He knows some of my secrets. (laughs) (laughs) And then Brown Baptist Church, who uh, Pastor Orr has uh, allowed us, allowed Herman and me and allowed our staff to come in and talk to train his people on so many different areas of ministry. And so we are going to recognize them. Remember, collaborate and celebrate because no organization in this city can do it alone. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It takes us that saying it takes a village yeah. to raise a child. It does because what we do, Byron, is we work so many times with men, with fathers. So we're trying to help them understand their role within their children's lives. So it takes these other organizations to stand with us in order for us to have a solid footing Within the community, exactly. Well, teaching young boys the twelve principles of you manhood. Got it. You I mean, got it. You got to start when they're young. You have to, and we start with them in elementary school. Doctor Sam Shaw, he's a retired principal now from Berkeley Elementary, also a member of Second Pres. I introduced him to the principles of manhood. He was the very first principal to allow us into his school. He has written wonderful things about us and the mere fact that we were doing the work of the kingdom. This is kingdom work. Yes. Well, when you talk about families, God created family. That's what he wanted, right? Yes. When he stepped out into the deep, he wanted a family. So he created and he did, he used words. And isn't it amazing, Byron? His words were positive. Let there be. But so many times how the enemy has tricked us is we use negative words, especially with our children. What we're trying to do is teach, to enhance, to educate, to empower. We want to empower families so that they can get the desires that they want in their lives. Well, Carol, as you talk about young fathers, as you teach them the importance of showing affection and providing support for their children, because we're 
in a time where we have absentee fathers. Yes, a lot. And then we can have fathers in the home that can still be absentee. Yes, but you know what? Statistics let us know that a father in the home, that even if he says very little, as long as he's not abusive, the child gains from that, okay? But in Memphis and Shelby County, over 75%, probably maybe even more now, of our homes are ran by women. So you consider a lot of the chaos you see on the streets of Memphis and around wherever has to do with the absence of fathers being in the home. And then when you have different things that happen with young men, here they are. They've been raised in a home where there is females. So they have the emotions, Byron, of a female, but the strength, the height, the built of a male. So when they get in front of those who have authority, they have no idea of how to react, how to show respect. So what we're trying to do is help in so many instances, those young boys who would have a wonderful future if they just had in some way a positive male role model in their lives. So when we talk about Families Matter and the the efforts and and the way you engage those that you work with, Carol, and we're talking about teenage boys, we're talking about young boys, we're talking about young fathers, is it primarily men? I mean, one of our major focus are men, most definitely, but we also work with teenagers, so that would be girls and boys. We have a program called Connections. Right now we're doing a huge study over at um, Tresvent, Um, CTC, Career and Technology Center, where we're helping them understand how do you have a positive uh, engagement with the workforce. So many of our students, when they, they get a job, but because they've not had the right training, they've not had the right role modeling at home, they've not had the buildup that you need because self-esteem yeah. is so important. And so they've not had that. So what we're working with them is trying to help them understand that you need connections just like you. We talked in January. We talked a little bit during your, your time of illness because I checked on you all. Yes, yes. However, it's a relationship that got me back here today. Right. It's that understanding of who we are, how we connect. Byron, we're all connected. We are all connected. When I saw people dying in New York or in Italy during the height of COVID, I felt a connection because it could have been me. Yes. Right. Yes. So we are connected. And I think that's how God intended it to be yeah but somehow we have we've distanced ourselves yes trying to be safe but greater love have no man than he lays than like this this friend you now it. you don't necessarily have to die for your friend although you might no. be called to sometime right. it could be practically yeah. buying new stuff yes <laughs> it yes. could be practically investing right. in supporting a work like families matter you got it i mean this impacts the community impacts all of us you know byron one of the questions that that just kind of roll around in my brain quite a bit is the fact that why is it so difficult for me to get funding and so i just i i don't understand it per se but i i do understand the one who provides my funding yes and so i just simply when 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 life with funding is difficult i simply go to him because one thing that i do know he who plants a ministry also gives the resources to make that ministry be sustained. Yes. 
course, back in March uh, of this year, there was the Enhancing Your Vision Men's Conference. Yes. Tell me about that. It was one of those things that was actually brought on by one of by our program director, Miangelo Taylor. His desire in that particular uh, conference was to help men understand that so many times their lens are clouded by what we talked about earlier, their backgrounds, their perception of life, who they have been told they are, whereas God has given them a vision that you need to almost take, like take those of us who wear glasses, I have contacts, you have on glasses, but those every now and then my contacts will fog over. Yeah. And I'll know I need to change that contact. You walk into a place, I'm sure right now, if you put a mask on, your glasses will fog over. Yes. But you have to do something to be able to see correctly. Yeah. So that was the whole idea of that particular conference. One of the, the, the men, one of the men that spoke talked about lead horse, that you can be whoever you want to be if you put in the effort. Yes. He talked about, remember Secretariat, the horse that I remember. W- won years ago and how they knew that morning of the race that something was different about Secretariat. So when he got on the field, he wasn't running against the horses. He was just doing what he was created to do. Yes. So it's being able to be created to what we were. It's being who we were created to be. Yes, and there are sometimes obstacles, obstacles that, and all hurdles the that we have to get over. And even right now as we look at the economy, how food prices Ugh. and gas, how's that impacting your clients? Oh, it's impacting them greatly. It's impacting them because getting places, the one thing that COVID did for us, if, 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 I mean, and there were several great things that happened, but the one thing is it let us know that we could do a lot of things through social media. So we get more people now in classes because they can come to class in their living room. Yes. Okay. They can be, we have one young man that's been with us almost now for two years and he comes to class in his work truck. He parks someplace, gets on Zoom. And he's present, right? So that's one of the things that that has happened. But for our clients in so many instances, with everything going up in price, it is a burden. It's a burden. And so we're looking for different avenues. That's one of the reasons we uh, connect with Dress for Success. There's areas, the, the food pantry, MIFA. We connect with those organizations because when when our folk need something and it's not within because we can't be everything to everybody. Yes. But we have to have resources. Yes. Where we can tap into those resources. Well, also, you were honored on March 28th during the Living Awards Benefit at the Peabody Memphis, all sponsored by Memphis LeBonner Healthcare Foundation. What a great honor. It was every time I think about it. I smile. <laughs> and, you know, it was such a great honor to have received that. I'm so grateful that Families Matter, one of their directors who's now retired, Bob Plunk, nominated us. I was so grateful. But the thing that got me over, several people spoke on our behalf, and it was recorded and was nice. But one of the things that, that really helped me during that night, because you know how nervous you get when you're, you're getting ready to go up on stage, and I had no idea there was... 577 people behind me. I had no idea until I went on stage. But one of the things that got me there was David Jordan, the CEO, president of Agape Child and Family Services. He said in his very last remarks to me on tape, enjoy the moment. He said, because as an executive director of a nonprofit, 
we're accustomed to running. There's so many things to do. We're constantly looking for the funding to keep things going, the people to do the work, the people to train. So there's always the next place to go. And as I was walking very fast to the podium, I heard him and he said, enjoy the moment. Byron, I stopped. I literally stopped. And I kind of glided to the podium (laughs) because I wanted to enjoy that moment. Mm. It was great. It was awesome. I pray that we get others, but that one blessed me tremendously. Wow. That award. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. Well, I saw that. I had to talk about it because that was a special moment, I know, for Families Matter. It was. And it was so awesome because I got to thank our board chair and our board members, the staff, because I am the face of Families Matter, but I don't do the work. There are others that do the work. And we can't do this work without people. We can't do the work without instructors. We can't do the work without participants. We can't do the work without donors. There's so many. So many bolts and nuts make this thing work. You got it. You got it. You got it. It's so many things that need to happen in order to make this run well. And fortunately... Byron, I have in my bathroom a sign that says, if God gives you a vision, he also gives you the ability to make that vision come true. I live by that. Yes. I live by that. But it's if God, not if I take someone else's vision, okay? God gave me this. He gave it to me as far as not families matter, but he gave me the vision of working with fathers and working with teenagers so that we could help them understand their role within the family structure. OK, that's a That's a God given gift. And so I I I treat it with the I treat it with urgency. I treat it with care and I try to make sure that I treat the people with love and compassion. Carol, God bless you, my dear friend. It's always a pleasure to have you here. April 28th is a big night at Second Presbyterian it Church. Is. So let's tell friends what they need to do to get their tickets. Okay, they can go online at familiesmattermemphis.org and purchase tickets, or they can call our office. Our office number is 901-260-8520 to get information. And there should be more information about that at our website at familiesmattermemphis.org. I love you, Carol Jackson. I love you too, Byron Tyler. <laughs> Give Herman my greetings. I will. I will. He's doing some accounting this morning. All so, right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for stopping by. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Well, friends, that's all the time we have on this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. Thanks for stopping by. I'm Byron Tyler, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Today's show is available on our website at botradionetwork.com and on podcast platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and Amazon Music.